Hi, and welcome to the Oxalon Archives, where we watch every episode of the 90s CG cartoon, Beast Wars. I'm Dode. I'm James. And this week we're going to watch the penultimate episode of Season 1, Episode 25, Other Voices, Part 1. Yep. And it's a doozy. Yep. Um, are we start going... This This is the like the definitive like point where we're definitely in... Uh, like where th- this is more serialized television than, than just episodic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, this aired on March 31st, uh, 1997, the day after... Wait, the day after? Uh, no, yeah, okay, the day before the next part. Sorry, I was. Mm-hmm. I had to look at the next episode air day for, uh, for our notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was uh, written by Larry DiTilio and Bob Forward, uh, who are the showrunners, uh, and the, uh, the official title was Story Editor. Uh, directed by Colin Davies, the second of five episodes he directs, the others being The Spark, Aftermath, Other Visits Part 2, and Agenda Part 3. Yep, a lot of important, uh, I think we mentioned it before, but he gets a lot of important episodes, including this one. Yeah, uh, and nowadays he's a visual effects supervisor for Spin VFX in Canada, mm-hmm. and uh, he actually has credit on a lot of major uh, picture, major movies and shows, and one of which that we've mentioned before is War Planets slash Shadow Raiders. I found an explanation for these two titles. It's the same reason why oh. Beast Wars is called Beasties in Canada. Uh-huh. YTV, it- yeah, uh, YTV thought the title oh. was too uh, was too violent. Right, because war. Yeah. All right, all right. For you guys, you guys, it's your channel. You can do what you want. For a second, it was like they had a problem with Raiders, and just like, oh no, wait a second, that was, that's their that was the title they actually got. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they don't like LA. I don't know. <laughs> Um, so, uh, not much Transformers news this week, so we'll be jumping into the episode, although I did get, um, a Voyager Rhinox off of eBay. It was... Nice. I asked before I bought it, does it have everything? They said yes, it's missing his chain guns. Come on! That's the point! Yeah. Um, although I, I, we came in robot mode, I just, I looked up the instructions for online, so I put it, I have them in robot, in, uh, rhino mode. And I, after looking at this thing, I'm like, oh, wow, the Rhinox in Forged to Fight is definitely based off of this toy. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so, uh, we open with a panning shot over the planet and past the two moons, where a strange yes. w- blue orb comes out of warp, uh, transwarp, uh, and lands on the planet where the Maximals and Predacons are stranded. The mm-hmm. Maximals de- detect the object and uh, rat- send Ratchet and Air Razor to, to investigate. And Optimus heads out on the max on, uh, from the Axon to meet them. Yeah, uh, Optimus gets a couple good lines. He's just like, "Oh, just what we need—a visit from the landlords." Yeah. Uh, before he leaves, Rhinox does tell him, like, you know, the the Preds probably picked this up too. Like, eh, we, yeah. we got a truce. I hope. Yeah. <laughs> also, this and the next scene of a kind of similar transition, where the scene cuts to Rhinox is typing at the keyboard, and his finger closes up the screen, and it and it's a transition to the next scene. There were a lot of like, uh, well timed. I'm gonna say, well executed at least uh, transitions in this episode. Uh, I'm probably not gonna remember every single one, but I'll try. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. those two stuck out to me, but we're not gonna cover everyone. There, there, there was one first. that I think uh, I think I'm remembering correctly. I'll mention later. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we so the transitions into Tarantulas hard at work in his lair, trying to develop a plan to leave the world that he knows to be doomed. And according to the Cybertronics on his screen, he's also trying to adjust his base and travel. Look, 
Tarantulas cares about his audio. <laughs> I mean, he does look like a DJ, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, especially a modern DJ who has a laptop. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, Black Rackney uh, just sort of uh, basically slinks in, like kind of uh, leaning against a pillar and volunteers to try to help him break into the Axelon. Yeah. Steal a space she pod. Yeah, she, uh, he did not, he says, I don't need your help. I was like, you don't have a choice, Legs. And it's kind of funny for like, you know, sexy spider character, just call the other ki- spider character Legs. I-, I noticed that both of them in this scene, like, their spider legs that are on their arms are, like, kind of moving as they're talking. Mm-hmm. And including, ironically, when uh, Black Arachne calls him Legs, her, her legs twitch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so uh, Tarantulas, like, begrudgingly agrees. Uh, then Megatron pans out, pans out that Megatron's watching them the entire time. And I yep. uh, send this, send this, uh, sends Wasp who's freshly repaired from his ordeal and before the storm to secure the object. Yeah, he comes out of the CR chamber tank thing with his head not on right and he has to screw it back into place because he's Waspinator. Yeah. And he says, like, ah, Waspinator always gets slag assignments. Which, <laughs> yeah, Megatron was like, may I remind Waspinator that the current ceasefire Oh, applies only in reference to Maximals. Waspinator, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so ra- then we cut to Rat Trap and Air Razor arriving uh, where they found where the or- the orb fell down. And they and a bunch of these, like, not standing stones so, f- so much as, like, curved inward towards the center in a circle stones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find the, the ball. It's a cr- stable crystal of some kind. Which yeah. they seem more. I'm like, yeah, crystals aren't that unstable. Anyways, uh, Air- well, no, but they're, they're referring to the fact how energon, you know, oh. a lot of the energon's been raw and pulsating, but this is stable, so it's not like damaging them, even though they're close by. It. That's kind of what. Oh, oh, yeah, stable crystal. Yeah, the missing a word there. That okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, understood now. Um, yeah. Sudden. So Ares transforms the robot mode and scans it. Realizes it's uh, what does she call it? Uh, it's a power conductor. Yeah, I think we so, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's building up a charge, uh, and as she says this, instead of flying out of there, she let she gets zapped. And shortly well, after, it zaps her before she can get get out of there. I mean, she can at least jump away. At least, um, uh-huh. yeah. So Rat Trap is knocked away. Also, outside the perimeter of the stones, and uh, begins to form a round shaped uh, building. Which mm-hmm. once again looks like the Legion of Doom headquarters, except green, and apparently is yeah. biological somehow. Yeah, yeah, it's not named on screen, but the script calls it a biodome, yeah. and it has a very organic-y looking shell. Yeah, uh, Rat Trap will later call it the Nutty ang- Alien Bungalow because it's Rat Trap. <laughs> yeah, the Eraser is trapped inside, and uh, Rat Trap radios to, uh, to Optimus when Osmer <laughs> just flies right in and clips him. <laughs> yeah, this is where we again find out how the definition of truth is very flexible. Where Bradford says he has the truth, and Wasp says, "I know, but like I don't have to shoot you." And he just clocks Waspinator. Yeah, uh, like after he clips him, uh, Waspinator just stands up, like Waspinator secure perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> very proud of himself. <laughs> so as soon as uh, Rat Trap is out, is unconscious, and. Uh, Optimus gets worried, cut to Air Razor inside, who's recovering from the shock of the attack, and hear, starts hearing voices, speaking in an unknown language, uh, which we still don't know what they were saying. I expected it to be, like, backwards or something. Uh, well, we do get a word at the end where... That's later. Gets, that's later. Oh, no, 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 it's in the same scene. 
Like she gets, it starts. She says that she means them no harm, and they start blasting her and scanning her until it shifts to beast mode. Oh, but then at, there's there's yeah. a scene in between when she goes beast mode. Oh yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, she does go be. She has to go beast mode, and uh, there was one ep- one word that uh we hear at the end. Uh, Cybertron. Yes. Yeah. Uh. Alright. So uh, Waspander uh moves in to secure the new alien building. Rattrap winds up confronting him hand to hand. Um, just shows his wily coyote skills. Uh, he actually does that whole like uh jumping and flipping transformation again. Yeah. Uh, he gives him a robo yeah, he, he says he he's going to fight like a rat. Yeah, he gives him a robo He uh, kicks him in the uh, the balls. I guess, I guess, the, I guess Revenge of the Fallen was not the first time we had balls-based humor in Transformers. Yeah. Um, oh, so there's... He, I think he kicks him twice. Uh, one time he actually he reacts... This, someone would actually react if getting kicked. Second time he reacts the way a cartoon would react after getting kicked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Waspader flies off, um, like, still in the area, but not immediately next to the building. Optimus comes yeah. in and says, I can't take you anywhere. Like, <laughs> eh, just keep it in peace. Uh-huh. <laughs> so they try to get in, but are unsuccessful. Um, then we see the end of Air Razor's little uh, situation where we hear Megatron, or Cybertron. Then Megatron, mm-hmm. Scorponok, and Pterosaur show up, uh, which I realize is a little bit of a foreshadowing. Huh. Yeah. Uh and he tells tells the Maxwells like you you can't get into this thing, nothing technological is gonna work. Uh-huh. So Optimus says, like, what do you suggest? Something biological? It's like, yes, yeah. Scorponok. And he apparently yeah. has some kind of toxic stinger he can shoot from his tail. Which... I mean I think that might be part of his tech spec. We haven't actually read them out on the show. Yeah. Um also Good. Also it is weird it is weird thinking about this, like Scorponok has been a scorpion this entire show, and this is the first, I'm pretty certain this is the first time he actually uses his stinger. Yeah. Um, actually, I think he showed up in robot mode, then turned beast mode to launch it, right? Or was the other way around? Uh, I cannot, I can't remember for certain. Okay. But either way, he does. I should note that there is a, the moment is kind of tense, where I'm just like, we do still have a truce, right? And Megatron's like, oh yes. Yeah. Optimus says, like, there's a maximal in there, so we're going in first. Which Megatron mm-hmm. is, like, totally happy, is fine with that. Uh, after they go in, he, uh, he says to the others, like, yeah, let them be the bait. If something goes wrong, we'll just shoot them when they come out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which, actually, this is the one transition I remember. When they're cutting into inside the building, uh, you actually go through the opening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go in. Uh, Rat Trap, I guess, is instincts are just telling him to get, run out and run and get out. Well, yeah, Rat Trap is a, is a noted coward, so he definitely doesn't want to stick in there. Well, I, I thought it was more of his uh, his animal instinct just saying this is not safe in here. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Could be that, too. Yeah. Uh, Optimus orders Rat Trap to take Ares outside, and he, she tries to, like, talk him out of it because she's kind of conscious. But yeah, because spe- yeah, specifically, he wants to stay in to negotiate with to talk to the aliens. Yeah, he says we haven't been the best of tenants. We need to we need to sort this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Trantos and Backracking manage to break in. I thought it was just a fun scene. Uh, she she says like you're not the only tech head around here. 
uh, puts this little stake in the ground, uh, which opens up a hole in the shield. It's like, if you little device, huh? Yeah, the, I like how this kind of confirms my headcanon that Black Arachnia's, like, designation before he got turned to Predacon was actually a scientist, and she actually does science stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, also just is, like, sexy ninja because she's a Predacon. Yeah, she's got, um, she got be- she got, uh, beauty, brains, and brawn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, and we kind of left out something earlier, where after they go in, which is up where, where Inferno, where, uh, where Megatron is, Megatron is letting Tarantulas go along, but Inferno is kind of his policy to make sure he's not totally unaware. Oh yeah, of what's happening? Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh uh, yeah, Inferno is following them. As he approaches the shield, the device cuts out. Uh, so he, being an ant, just digs underneath the shield. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so Rattrap manages to make it outside with Air Razor, find the Predacon guns aimed at them. Effectively ending the truce. <laughs> yep. Uh, inside the inside the building, Optimus is bound by the aliens and scanned. Uh, and once which the scanning scene appears to be painful for him, and mm. a large image forms above his head, a golden. And that last last time in our next episode preview, we mentioned a giant. We mentioned a head and a moon transforming. Right. So. The aliens scanned him, and uh, they searched his data tracks for an image of authority, and mm-hmm. they turned into Unicron, mm-hmm. which yep. we'll explain who that is later. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they said they have no corporeal form you can comprehend. Yeah. They. They. Yeah. They said that, which admittedly won't be true later on the series, but the series, but it works cool and is mysterious right now. Uh, it should be noted that the alien, which. We'll, we'll eventually know they are called the Vok, though that name isn't used yet. Are voiced by uh, Blue Nankuma in this in this scene. He's not doing like Tiger Tigertron like kind of growls and stuff. You can still tell that it's him doing the voice. I was wondering who it was. I I meant to look it up, but I forgot. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool though. Uh, so but yeah, they explain. They get but... mm-hmm. yeah, like. Optimus tries to bargain, say, but he t- they tell them that it's it's too late. You and your enemies have contaminated the project. The harm has been done. That which not because becomes part of the one shall become the void. Yeah, which uh, goes back to uh, Unicron's line from the uh, from the original Transformers movie: uh, "What doesn't become part of me shall become part of the great void." Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they're talking about a different the one, which uh, we'll yeah. we'll get to when we eventually talk about the Vok. Um, <clears throat> so uh, because because they've contaminated the uh, the project, the pan- the planet has to be sterilized. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he says you can't do that. There's living being. There's living creatures here. Even with all your power, you don't have the right. They're like, we don't have no other choice. Uh, uh, there's danger far greater than you can imagine. Uh, which once we've, I probably around the beginning of season three or so, we can talk about what danger they might have been ta- talking about. It's never actually explored in the show. Yeah, they're yeah we're they're going to have a be a bit confusing, but right now they are just the mysterious overlords of the planet come to call and not happy with what's going on. Yeah. Uh, so they begin a countdown sequence, which turns the Second moon into a giant weapon. Um, well, okay. You're, you're, you're like, you're jumping ahead. Anyway. 
So they start doing cutting down. Like Optimus, like busts out of his restraints. Uh, let's see, he how does he, uh does he how does he get out? Does he blow, blow a hole with his weapons to get out of that? No, no. Well, he uh, he busts out of the restraints just using his gorilla strength, right? And then I think he just right. flies out through the same hole. Oh, I thought the hole closed. No, I thought no, the hole closed after. Oh, uh, I wasn't sure if the hole closed. I never saw it close. But yeah. Oh. Yeah, oh, he throws through, like, the top of the dome as it's pulsing energy and then tells for everyone, and uh, the pulse also gives the Maximals a chance to have a distraction to get free of the Predacons, as Optimus tells everyone to get out of the way. Uh, and as Predacon retreats, uh, Megatron uh, almost turns off his talking to him, he's like, fortunately, I still have another card to play in this hand before running off. Mm-hmm. And then the dome just explodes into energy that goes up and hits the moon in space, and that's when it the surface of the moon is removed and reveals all sorts of the same little curved arches that are around the thing on Earth. And then, and then it starts shifting and transforming. It's kind of hard to describe. Where initially it's kind of like cut like an orange, and then forms into two two rings: a one that kind of outer side, and one that's kind of just kind of curved almost like a flower which as it charges energon we'll, we'll try to we'll, we'll just have to put it in the visual oh yeah, guide, we'll, yeah we'll definitely include some things yeah so, yeah um it just starts shooting a beam at the planet but uh as uh, not just yet yeah no no i'm just saying it starts to it's it's, it's warming oh. up it's starting in sequence but uh yeah, yeah. Oh, almost good almost forgot also important is as this is happening you get to see the spaces pods in orbits, and the energy caused them to all start tumbling out of orbit, which is going to be very important for uh, the next season. Yeah, but here's the thing. We see way more stasis pods than we get additional characters. Well, yeah, that's because they, they only got three seasons. Well, I, I mean, they finished their story, but I, I kind of assumed, like, maybe not all of them were, like, uh, not all of them had something in, had someone in them. Well, we'll find out one of the, some of the, they're like, they all have something in them, but some of them don't have sparks, which would be very important for the, for oh, right. uh, the yes, second yes. piece. Yeah, so, um, so Rhinox is, uh, furiously working at his terminal, uh, seeing that, uh, all, where the energy is coming from and that the, the stasis pods are coming down. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the spiders, uh, take him out and, uh, Dynabug gets his one line of the, of the episode where he just yells, Invaders! Uh, which also we didn't mention. Uh, Pterosaur actually is in the episode. Has no lines though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so the spiders take them out and take control of the base, and that's where we leave off for for next time. Yeah, Black Arachnia wonders what they're looking at, and to and Tarantula says, "The beginning of the end." All right. So uh, that's our episode. Um, I feel like we, I, I, there's nothing I can say about this episode without that doesn't just go into next part. Yeah, no, it's we kind of went through a lot of quickly, but there's a lot of like big moments going on right now, and obviously since the two parter, like the real crazy stuff is going to happen in part two. Yeah, so uh, I guess that's the episode then. Uh, mm-hmm. Moving on to our our brief character spotlight, uh, we're going to talk about Unicron. Uh, short version, he's the Cybertronian devil, but he's very much real. It's, yeah, it's very common. It's interesting how this was, just in kind of the context of 
Transformers media at the time, Unicron hadn't really been seen in in fiction. But yeah, obviously there was the movie, but he never really appeared in the TV show. But then it all went off the air. So you said like being able to see like a big CG head of like Unicron was pretty impressive at the time. Wasn't um I thought like at the end of the movie, like his uh his head sort of orbits Cybertron as like a moon yeah. from then then on, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he still shows up as that, but you never get like full on like Unicron. Oh right, yeah. Um well oh, by the way, like in the movie he was voiced by uh Orson Welles. His last, his, his last role was in anything. His infamous last role. Yeah. Uh, One that he did not care for. Yeah, I mean, like, from what I've heard, he, I, I know he didn't care for it, but uh, the clips I've seen of, of Unicron, uh, maybe is, Orson Welles is just that good, but he sounded like he was putting in some effort, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, a bit of trivia. This is, this is the first... This is uh, the first of several episodes that are going to be something that's other V. I think we've, met, we've mentioned them in ones where we talked about, like, future episodes being. So we have other voices, other visits, and other victories. And also, speaking of Gen 1, there's also a callback that I actually kind of missed. Where, uh, when, uh, Pterosaur, so an air, uh, Rat Trap says about the gnome, it says it's, Creepier than a Crystal City on construct than a Constructicon day, which oh, he, that's a no, super deep that, Gen One cut. That line was supposed to be in the sh- in the episode, but he took but oh, it didn't get there? in. Yeah, man, that would have been a super deep cut if that got in there. Yeah, I think that's why I didn't put it in there. It was too deep a cut. Whereas, like, if yeah. if all you saw was Beast Wars, though, you would like if you just uh, if you could just take the explanation of. In Optimus's mind, this is a this is a figure of authority. That's uh, you can yeah. kind of just leave it at that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like they don't have to explain what 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 it would mean, like construction day in Crystal City. I'm not going to explain it because that would take way too long. But like, I know what a constructicon is. I don't know what Crystal City is. It's just uh, it is when it is part of their backstory. Uh, admittedly, one of three backstories from Gen One, okay. but that's complicated. All right. They 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 weren't always consistent on that show. Okay, so um, so that's our character spotlight. Uh, we the all we have to say for the golden disc is we do have some more uh a, a few more guests lined up for seasons two and three. Yeah, <laughs> a lot a lot more than I thought. We went from having like one guest in this season to like a bunch. Like, oh yeah, no. Like, the difference is uh, like. We kept saying, like, hey, you want to be on? Let us know. Let us know. Then we were like, all right, no one's going to contact us. Just, let's just talk to the people who we want on our show. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, like, that being said, we have some really cool guests, and I'm very excited to talk to them on this show. Oh, I just realized, like, we're going to have, there's um, a span of three episodes where we're going to have a guest back-to-back in season two. And we'll do it. There are some podcasts that, like, have a guest every episode. Yeah, I know. So do we want to just say some of the names? Uh, I don't have the list. Oh, I have it with me, so I can can read them off. Yeah, okay, so, um, uh, we're just waiting for him to confirm, but, uh, Jake will be on for Bad Spark, who, you know, who Rampage is, that's his introduction. Uh, we've got Sky Ertle coming up, or, sorry, Jake Mason, I should mention, uh, sorry, we all just think of him as Jake around here. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, host of the Morthen Grid, Pokemon Turtles United, Cool Kids Table, editor of Sailor Business, uh, also uh, co-host of Spectre, and 
God knows if like the the and I would not be surprised if like there's another oh, Kingdom other co-host of Kingdom Smarties. God knows if there could be like another podcast I missed that has been created in between now and when this goes up. Yeah. Um. Then we have uh. We're, I mean, we, we I basically kind of made him uh, agree because he said he's legally obligated uh, to guess on every podcast of people he knows. So I'm like, hey, you know us. <laughs> so and then uh, the next episode, Code of Hero, uh, we'll have Sky Ertle on. Yes, uh, host of Pop Culture Failure, a podcast which I've been on, which is very good. Yes. Uh, and I believe I was the first person to review, or maybe the second. Um. And then, yeah, you told them they should be reviewing a better show, which defeats the whole purpose of no, 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 I didn't say that. I just said, like, this is a good idea. You guys are executing it pretty well. Um, and I was writing into anyone who might be interested in the show. I'm like, this is a good show. Goddamn, Exploitation is a slog. I'm sorry for these uh-huh. guys. If they've moved on when you're about to start the show, start there. <laughs> That's all I meant. I just, because I, I was listening along with them. And I tried to watch some of the episodes. I'm like, oh, I can't do this. I cannot do I this. Only watched, yeah, I only watched one episode. The one I guessed it on, and that was hard enough. Yeah, um, if they, when they're finished with Next Mutation, I might try to guess. But uh, So after after Sky, we'll have Transmutate with Alan Sells. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so th- yeah. Uh, this is actually something we've been wanting to do since we started the podcast. We, we yeah. decided, like, hey, you know what? I really want to hear Alan's uh, take on Transmutate. Yeah, uh, yeah. Alan Sells, uh, GM of uh, Pokemon World Tour United, sometimes GM of uh, Cool Kids Table, uh, also part of Hardboot, uh, Hardboot, Hard Reboot cast, which also includes Jake Mason. I knew I forgot one. Oh, I thought you mentioned it. He also does um, Forging Worlds with uh, Matt Hoadley. Oh, right. Yeah, that one too. Yeah. Uh, and then, so then that's all for season two. Season three, uh, for Feral Scream parts one and two, uh, we will have Asimov Fangirl on uh, for both parts. We'll probably just record those on the same day. Ooh. Does she have a podcast? I... As, not as far as I know. I think she does. Wait, no. I think she has a Goosebumps podcast. Unless I'm no, that's Janine. Someone else. Uh... Do-do-do-do-do. I believe Ghoulish Fun, a Goosebumps podcast. No, that's Janine's... Uh, Oh, that's Janine. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't believe. I'm, I apologize for getting people confused. If you if you have a podcast as enough fangirl, let me know and we'll plug in. Yeah, <laughs> We're, uh, you'll you'll definitely be plugging it when you come on. But yeah, after right. after Feral Scream, we've got Proven Grounds with Shannon. Um, this yeah. was th- yeah. this was me because I like I feel like I always say the wrong thing to her. So I'm like, hey, come on the podcast. So I can be nice to you for an hour. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, Shannon Maynor, uh, fantastic art artist. Uh, uh, character designer Archer, uh, cast member on Pokemon Show United, uh, and a cool kids table, uh, host and Kingdom Hearts knowledge extraordinaire of Kingdom Smarties, uh, and a very and a super nice person. Mew, uh, Mew, uh, Mew, 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 Mew yeah, I was gonna try Mew Filiac. Yeah. uh, yeah, Mew lover, uh, extraordinaire, so much so that I was at 7 Eleven one time, saw a Mew cup. I'm like, oh hey, Shannon would like this, and I immediately I, ma- I mailed it to her a half hour later. <laughs> so then we've got uh two episodes after that we'll have crossing the rubicon uh with janine who is the uh one third of the host of uh ghoulish fun uh are they yes. only doing goosebumps or cause I, the description said they're just doing like scary stuff for from the 90s right 
I think right now they're just covering Goosebumps. They might, I don't know, they might cover like Are You Afraid of the Dark and stuff later, but I don't know just yet. Okay, yeah, so those are, um, from the list I have here, that's all of our, uh, all the guests we have lined up currently. Uh, guys, seriously, like, if you, if you want to go on, like, we, if you are worried about not being able to watch the episode, like, there are ways, we'll let you know, just, uh, contact us. Uh, and speaking of contacting us, um, yeah. oh, alternatively, if anyone from Netflix is, is watching this, we're gonna deal with Hasbro to get uh, Beast Wars back on there, make our lives so much easier. Yeah. I mean, other Transformer stuff is on there, come on. Yeah, so, um... Oh, okay, so I was going to say, speaking of contacting us, but uh, but that's that's not there. We're not there yet. Uh, we got some other stuff we got to take care of before we get other business we got to take care of. So uh, moving on to our MVBs. So uh, I started. So James, who is your MVP? Uh, let's see. I'm gonna give it to. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Black Arachnia. Just like. Kind of like the way she's able to like manipulate tarantulas and kind of get some stuff. I mean, she, she's also I'm also kind of like going because I know she's also going to get like a big payoff in the next episode. Mm. Uh, I actually like while I was watching the episode, I'm I I knew mine was going to be Black Arachnia uh, for the simple scene of of when they're breaking into the Axelon. Yes, because she she just shows her pretty much her entire character in um in like a minute. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that, that those are our MVBs. Um, we both agreed. We and both pretty straightforward. There's not a lot of story reasons for them. Uh, because this this episode largely set up. Yeah, this is largely about well, largely plot. So you don't get a lot. So I mean, there are good, there are character bits. You mm-hmm. got like good, uh, <laughs> Wasmeyer get some good stuff, but it's not a very character focus. It's a very plot focused episode. Yeah. So um, that's our MVBs. Uh, now on, then we got our next episode preview. Uh, next time on, on <clears throat> next time on Beast Wars, as the alien machine begins destroying the planet's energon, Optimus devises a desperate plan to destroy the device in Other Voices Part Two. Mm. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, uh, did did your version of this episode include a preview of of next episode? Yeah, it does. Like, if for, if if for some reason you're if you listen to these episodes before you watch the episode, skip the next episode preview because it basically gives away the ending. Yeah, I'll um I'll put that in our. We'll, we'll, I'll tweet that out before I post our episode, just in case like someone's waiting for the episode to drop to to watch yeah, it. it. It's it, it's it's almost like anime level bad spoiling the. Oh yeah. Episode. Yeah, it, it ruins the final moments of the next episode. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, anything else to say? Uh, I think that's all for for them. Okay, so uh, thank you for listening to the Axelon Archives. If you have any questions, want to guest in the show, or just want to talk about Beast Wars, you can reach us on Twitter at Axelon Archives or by email at axelonarchives at gmail dot com. You can find the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Podknife, Podbean, and Stitcher. Please leave a rating and a review because it helps people find the show. Check out our website at axelon.buzzsprout.com. dot com. Uh. If you want to follow either of us on Twitter, I'm at Dowfac. I'm at Discord underscore Inc. And uh, until next time, the Beast Wars continue. And Happy New Year. Happy New Year.